and welcome to the JMS Podcast with your host, Jorge M. Sanchez. Thank you for tuning in, folks. Oh, it's great to be here today. Thank you. Oh, settle down, settle down. I know you guys are excited. We've got a great episode, as always. We have uh, some familiar guests. we got a returning guest. But before I go on about that, I just want to say that you can subscribe, if you have not already, on the JMS Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and the CastBox Android app. On social media, please follow at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Just search for the JMS Podcast. And you can donate at Patreon. Just search for JMS Podcast on Patreon. Any little bit helps. And check out the website, jmspodcast.com, for all the available content available right there at your fingertips. And on the homepage, you can enter your email to join the JMS Podcast email list, or you can email me directly at jmspodcast at gmail.com. All right, we got that out of the way. I want to, uh, first of all, see uh, how, how you folks doing. How you guys hanging in there? Any plans for Labor Day? Barbecue with the family? Or are you trying to stay away from the family? Oh, what? You got extra homework to get done? That's not so good. Well, hang in there. Yeah, at least you have one extra day to figure it all out. Sometimes, you gotta, you gotta make time for yourself. You get caught up with so many things that you get overwhelmed. You can be like, alright, let me just take the next couple hours to, to just self-reflect, take it easy myself, and you know what? Let me, let, me, let me go listen to the JMS podcast. Maybe I could find some insight. Maybe maybe I could be entertained for a little bit listening in. And that's why I'm here. That is why I am here. So although your plans might might, might have not followed through through the Labor Day, just want you to know that I am here for you. And if your Labor Day is open and you've got big plans, well, good for you, man. Or woman. Or whatever else you want to identify in between. Whatever works for you. I hope Labor Day brings a a time of much needed uh, time for yourself and and all that jazz. Alright, this episode is pretty jam-packed. You should probably get right to it. Uh, first of all, we're going to do a going viral segment with Chase Doherty. He comes by and he talks to me about the latest uh, challenge craze. Uh, this one kind of flew under the radar for me, surprisingly so. So, it it was interesting to, to get into it. So let's get on with that. Our special guest afterward is a comedian who's no stranger at all to the JMS podcast. And that is Faco. Faco's a good buddy of mine. And I'll tell you more about it after this segment. Chase, Chase, welcome back. Chase. Yes, it's good to be back, man. It's been a while. It's I felt like it's been more than a month or so. Well, we're, we're having more segments now, and I got yes. one more in the works, so I kind of spreading them out even more. Of course, of course. Um, and then we had a couple episodes without segments, so. Yeah, a couple episodes. It's been a while, segments. hasn't it? Yeah. It has, man. A lot of stuff has happened. I think uh, I'm just glad that, like, <laughs> I'm glad that the World Cup is over. Oh, uh, really? I, I hate soccer. Super Bowl, I mean, Super Bowl, football's back. Football's back. Preseason sucks, so. 
I don't eh, really, it's preseason. I really want to fuck with that. <laughs> Sorry. It's preseason. How much, yeah. how much more can you do? But we're not here to talk about soccer, are we? No, we're not. We're not here to talk about no, We're not here to talk about soccer. We're here to talk about the Kiki Challenge. Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? Say you never ever leave from You've likely seen it. The dance that starts off by making a heart, then gripping an imaginary steering wheel, all part of the Kiki Challenge, a viral sensation. People posting videos of themselves dancing to Drake's song, In My Feeling. More than half a million hashtags used on Twitter of people participating, including celebrities like Sierra and Will Smith. The latest Drake thing to go viral. Oh, man. It's been, it's been, the video, um, the video has been out since like early part of August, uh, but the actual song's been out for like the last couple months or so. It's been trending really, really highly. So what's the actual challenge? Because the Kiki is the song from Drake's album, right? Drake's album. Yeah. So it's, it's, um, um, I think it's a song called, it's called Do You Love Me? Okay. Yeah. Um, let me just confirm, because there's like also, it's like the Kiki challenge, the song is like, Do You Love Me? Um, uh, By the way, are you into Drake? I like Drake. I like some of his stuff. All right, I I, um, I can never hear uh, one song to completion. Not necessarily mm. because you know I can't hear it or I can't you know bear listening to it. It's just you know, it's just one of those things that I don't know. I'm not mm-hmm. looking to listen yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. If I do catch it, I catch it in someone's car, or if I catch it to a supermarket, maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I never mm-hmm. like you know. YouTube, yeah. a whole song or anything like that. Yeah. I like some of his earlier stuff when yeah. he was, like, first coming out. Um, so I am on unfamiliar territory here. That's okay. But pretty much... Is it, what, so my kind, kind of... Was it a hit song? It was a hit song. It, the, the actual song is called In My Feelings by Drake. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was an actual hit. Yeah. It was... Yeah. It's like, it has... Um, right now, I'm looking at it, it has 96 million views. It's, the music video has been out for three weeks. The actual song has been out for quite a while, actually, though. So, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's caught on, and uh, it actually didn't originate from like uh, any of Drake's like videos or anything like that. The actual like Kiki challenge, I think it's just part of like a sub lyric or like a bridge that goes into the song. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was actually like a comedian um, that actually kind of did the challenge, like just started dancing. And then, like, he just hashtagged, um, you know, in my feelings challenge, and he hashtagged Drake. And then that's kind of where it took off. So it wasn't actually Drake that, like, started the challenge or did any particular dance or anything. Yeah. It was actually a comedian. Do you know who the comedian is? It's a comedian named uh, Shiggy. That's the way he goes by. Shiggy. Shiggy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Shiggy is the comedian. But he makes, like, funny videos and stuff like that. He's, like, gone, uh, he's gone viral. And, uh,. Yeah, it's called Do the Shiggy Challenge, and then that turned into the Kiki Challenge. So it's just the dance. It's just the dance of uh, like how it begins and stuff. Poor like guy. That. He probably made this video to you know make <laughs> he was to get more views on him <laughs> and his comedy. Yeah, but it ended up being something totally different. I think it was just something of. Um, there's actually kind of like a little mini like documentary like about it. Just like five Jesus, minutes. a documentary on a it. A mini like like five minutes segment. So what is the challenge though? Um, I guess it, it's just, it's not really, I don't know why it's called a challenge. It's really just like a dance, but it's just kind of like, um, it's just a dance that kind of follows along with like the lyrics of the first part of the song. So 
and everyone is also asking too like who is this kiki girl that like drake is talking about yeah i wasn't able to find anything that like references anything uh-huh. i think it's just like a side chick or something like that that he's probably referencing so it's just you dancing to a song that's it. yeah yeah so what, just... what made this so popular that went viral i don't get it um i think it was just uh you know as far as like what i was it that good of a song it was that good of a song and also it was like the music video itself kind of it took place in new orleans and it was like kind of like lively and stuff like that yeah a lot of booty shaking a lot of ass shaking and stuff like that so Uh i think people just wanted to get in on the action it was it's a good song it's like a you know a hit and everything so just something to kind of like vibe to you know a good hip-hop song good beat and everything yeah so and then what happened was people i don't know what i don't know what turned it into a challenge but people were starting to like play the song and then get out of their cars and then like while one person is filming it like while the car is moving they're actually doing the dance uh while the song so they're ghost riding the whip they're they're kind of ghost riding well they're kind of ghost riding the whip but like the person who's filming it is also driving it as well too it's just like the passenger gets out and the door is open and the vehicle is moving the song is going on yeah and yeah it's just it's just like a it's it's, i guess it's just a fun time so just like something so you pretty much you exit a moving vehicle Mm -hmm. and you dance along to the song yeah to the song to the song yeah Uh uh-huh Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> it's silly, right? But it's um, um. But yeah, there's a, there's a lot of footage that's out there. Um, it's gotten a lot of influence actually in a lot in a wide variety of different ways. Like there's like some really really cool ones. Um, there's like uh, uh, there's also like some fails as well too that also like hit like mainstream news, like where uh. someone got ran over by a car. <laughs> Oh no! Oh yeah. Jesus! Yeah, but I guess he was okay. How um, do you even explain that? I, I hit know. you. I, I hit you with my car. Yeah. Because I wanted to dance and, to the song. Yeah, I mean the fucked up part was that like the car was going in the same direction as the car that was like ghost riding. So like mm-hmm. they they had to have seen the dude unless they were fucking around on their cell phone or something like that. Uh-huh. But. Um, and then there's also like, um, I mean, other stories that kind of came out about it as well, too. Um, uh, let's see. I mean, there have been like arrests, fines, um, like in different parts of the country and like, not just the U S but like in different, like Austria, like people are doing the challenge and posting on YouTube and like, oh, because they're putting themselves and yeah, others putting in, in harm's way. Exactly. Exactly. Um, even like, uh. Even like schools have like cut on caught on into like other parts of the country where they're actually using like the lyrics from Drake's song to encourage kids to read. So they're they're like changing up the lyrics, but they're like being creative about it to like influence education and reading and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of I don't know, it's just like it's it's like one of those trends that like has kinda caught on for both good and bad. No yes, yeah. On the surface it seems fairly harmless. Yeah. Except for the fact that people have been, you know, dancing out of their cars. Yeah. Uh, Idiots. I don't know how the fuck anyone... That wasn't even part of the challenge when the viral video came out for the guy, the comedian who, like, hashtag Drake when it originated. That wasn't even part of it all. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know where the moving car aspects came from, but I guess people just wanted to get extra crazy with it, so... 
But that's I guess that's pretty cool. Is it still continuing till now, or has it already um, ended its viral course? Oh, uh, I think people are still doing it. It's kind of starting to decline a little bit right now. Mm-hmm. But um, how long has it been going? Do you think was it like a, uh, it's been a it's couple been going weeks? on oh, for like the last few weeks, almost about a month or so. Mm-hmm. There's been there's been video there's been uh, videos that have like surfaced. Do you feel this is kind of the goal these days for musicians? I mean, it's hard enough. Yeah. To make money with music. Mm-hmm. I guess the next best thing is to make, you know, luckily one of your hits become a viral challenge of some kind. Yeah. Right? I mean, I don't know. Like, now that I'm thinking. Uh, That's interesting. I don't think, I don't know if, like, artists, like, have that particular, like, goal in mind. I think it just happens. Um, you know, I, I, especially in hip-hop, though. You don't hear it a lot in, like, in rock and roll Oh, or like what is rock and roll these days? <laughs> Not much of it. Or punk rock, or alternative, or like you know. Um, well, I think they have their own challenge. Show. I think they have the survive the mosh pit challenge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly, exactly. So I guess if you're thinking about yeah, broader, broader scope of everything, yeah. But hip hop, um, hip hop, rap, and like uh, you know, especially that genre, um, it seems like every year there's always like a dance that comes out. Um, and it's always like kind of representation of doing something, and then that's kind of where the viral stuff comes out. You remember like Soldier Boy? Oh yeah, yeah, the Superman. Yeah, do the super Superman on that. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> um, and that was a dance, but that went viral. Like everyone started doing that, and you know you yeah. got these like clips of, you know these. Um, when did that fucking song come out? Oh, I felt like that was a long time. I feel like I was in high school. I felt like I think I was in middle school, so it was probably like before, like even like flip phones were a thing, and uh, like viral videos were even. I a think thing. before social media was a thing, maybe before even yeah, social media, Facebook, MySpace was a thing even at that point in time. Right, like, right. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, there's always um, there's always gonna be that aspect of it, um, you know. And I think, uh, you know, hip-hop and rap have always kind of been the emphasis of that, you know. There's at least, like, one uh, dance or, like, one hit song that, like, incorporates it somehow and it goes viral. Yeah. I mean, there's at least one every year. Um, and in this case, you feel it's deserving uh, so. Oh, yeah. No, this is definitely deserving so. I mean, there's, there's a lot of, um, there's ups and downs to this. There's a lot of good stuff and there's a lot of bad stuff. You know, there's, I mean, the negative aspects of it are, you know, the people getting injured and hurt and stuff like that, putting themselves into danger. Uh, but also the positive aspects, which I didn't even like think of, um, were, were there was like a, there's a school, I'll try to pull up the article here. Um, there's a, I think it was like a school in Ohio or some shit. Schools are using drinks in my feelings challenge to encourage kids to read. Kiki, do you love reading? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's a, yeah, Kiki, are you reading? Are you writing? Are you down with the knowledge? Because I need you and I want you to go to college. Wow. Like, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's crazy. It's a trip, man. Um, that's some of the good aspects of it. And I think uh, there was also a girl um, who had like a terminal, like, like uh, who had like a terminal, like heart, like problems gonna go through some stuff and like i guess she had posted a viral video of her doing the kiki challenge as well too um you know while she was like still 
good. And uh, after surgery, Drake surprised her, and that was caught on video as well too. So there's some heartfelt stuff. I that and also that guy that originated as well too. I um I guess there was a rumor that he was supposed to get paid a quarter million dollars by Drake for like promoting his uh, like promoting the challenge, originating it all. The, the comedian. Yeah, the comedian. Drake was supposed to pay him off a quarter million dollars. He's having like a check sent to him. Now, What's be honest. Yeah. Did you think it was a good song before this thing went viral? Yeah. I saw the music video. I I mean, I hadn't seen the music video, but I thought it was a good song. I thought it was okay. a good song. I don't know. Drake is getting shit on a lot lately. Well, the reason I'm asking is, again, like, like the yeah. notion I, I put up front earlier was that... Is it... Uh, is having a hit song go viral the best thing for a musician these days? Mm-hmm. Uh, on top of that, it's like... You know, how, how like, yeah, does quality a factor here, uh-huh. or is the challenge a gimmick in itself? That's a good question. You know, like, like maybe it's a shitty song, but since it's a fun challenge, does that you know help grow the popularity of the song, or Probably. or does it have to be a good song in order to I don't know, inspire creativity of people making these yeah. challenges? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, you're right. You're right. Um, I think kind of piggyback off the last thing that you were saying. I know that you talked about like, do you think like, do you think like Drake was like trying to create a song that could potentially go viral? Um, I don't think any like artists like have that approach. Like, they want to have the song go viral, but I don't think they want to have like challenges or something to incorporate that to you know go viral. I mean, I don't know, unless they're super creative about it. I mean, maybe they might intend on it, but I, I don't believe that's that, that's the case. Um, and I think uh, I think it's up to kind of the artist to kind of just kind of control the story, to control the song. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, clutch uh, for Drake for, I guess, announcing to, you know, not do the Kiki challenge out of a moving car, but also uh, kind of show up... Um, you know when people are kind of expressing good with the challenge as well too, so it uh, I guess it's I guess it's marketing themselves. I think it's just up to them to control it. So props to Drake for controlling it because it's been nothing but positive feedback, really for the most part. I mean you hear those one-offs of like people getting hit and ran over and everything like that, but um, if you have enough positives going on. Um, you know, it'll kind of start to outshine on the negative stuff. So I think he did a good job with it. So good for him. Now, be honest. Yeah. Did you do the Kiki Challenge? No, no, I didn't do the Kiki Challenge. I'm too fat for the Kiki Challenge. What? There's a there's a weight requirement here. There isn't a weight requirement. I just don't look good on camera. Oh, don't say that. Come on. I don't look good on camera doing dances and stuff like that. Like my shirts are too small, and I feel like if I were to like lift up. You just see you would just see a belly and like oh wow that's that's that what Chase's could, belly looks. But that like. could be the new Chase challenge. Yeah, the new Chase. Yeah, I mean maybe yeah. you know if if there's something that happens like maybe maybe I'll dance. You have to get me really drunk to dance. Okay. You gotta get me. Maybe drunk. that's the Chase challenge. Just maybe get drunk and dance. Get and, drunk and video yourself of, of that. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And then I won't. Then I won't care in the moment. And then I'll yeah. just look at it the next day sober, and I'll just be like, yeah, that's. That's what I look like. That's that's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but uh, but yeah, that's uh, I, I, I challenges. I'm not really into doing that kind of stuff. Like I was never like the ice bucket challenge. I think we talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not really something I was into, or any any sense of like anything that's like viral. Challenge. That's not 
those are things that I'm not into in generally. So I don't know. Everyone has their own prerogative. If you do it, you do it. If you don't, you don't. So whatever. <laughs> All right, Chase. Yeah. Thank, thank you for stopping by. Thank you, guys. Um, Where yeah. can people find you? People could find me on Facebook, um, Jeffrey Chase Doherty. Um, my full name there, my full government legal name. Um, you could find me on uh, Snapchat, uh, CD Comedian. Uh, you could also find me on Instagram, uh, where my profile is no longer private anymore. Uh, so Chase was it private? It was private at one point because I kind of thought to myself, was like, well, there might be future employers that might see this, so I might as well keep it private. But, <laughs> but you know, I am a public figure, so yeah, I have to, I have to, I have to let people know what what happens and take the risk and roll with it, man. That's the that's the thing you have to do. So it is now public for everyone to see and everyone to follow. And I'll follow you back if you're a cool person. So, and uh, so that's Instagram. Um, let's see, I did Instagram, Facebook, um, what are you, and Snapchat as well too. So and Twitter, uh, JC uh, JC Doherty at Twitter. Um, I, I tweet every once in a while. So, um, but yeah, guys, uh, enjoy uh, rest of summer, and uh, thank you again, Jorge, for having me on. Thank you. Cool. Let me know how you feel about the Kiki Challenge. Did you participate in the Kiki Challenge? Please send me uh, your video or send me your opinion at jmspodcast.gmail.com or tag us on social media. Would love to, to see you dancing to that song. Hopefully you didn't get hurt. And uh, if you have some kind of gripe with that whole challenge, I'd love to hear about it. Most likely I will agree with you. All right, let's move on to our main guest. It is the one and only Faco. Faco's been here a couple times. Uh, he helped me fill in. Uh, we had a guest who who kind of couldn't make it. And so it's always great that called Faco. Faco came over here. This was recorded a couple weeks ago when we did a gig in Los Banos. So we were kind of tired because we had a long drive. But I think we warmed up pretty good. We had a great talk about a variety of subjects. And uh, overall, it's, it's fun. It's, it's Labor Day weekend. It's going to be a fun episode, all right? A lot of fun. And on top of that, before I go, Faco does have his own comedy room in Fremont called Slapface Coffee the first Saturday of every month. I just actually last night I performed it and it was a great crowd, a great time. So I highly encourage anybody in that area, if you want to see some great, great uh, comedic talent, go check out his show at Slapface Coffee in Fremont the first Saturday of every month. All right, here is my conversation with my good, good friend, the one and only. The great mascot of San Jose, Faco. We're good. You sure. What did you not make you the the wristband? Oh, so I went to go do a show then. He, he's like, oh, man, let's go get some food. And he's like, hey, would you like a bracelet? 
And I was like, yeah. And he gave me one. Yeah. He, he did it, like, <clears throat> he came here. Yeah. And he saw, like, the, the portrait and the pictures and, and stuff. And he's like, oh, wow, how'd you get these things? And I was like, oh, they were gifts from, like, guests I had on the podcast. Uh-huh. And he got, he got oh, I, I didn't bring you a gift. So I was like, oh, it's okay. You don't need to. And he ran out to his car and he got like these strings that he uses for for uh kite surfing right and he and right in front of me as we were talking he was making it nice so that was pretty cool so it didn't take him that long yeah but they're pretty good they're durable yeah it's nice it's thick and you know we like them thick jorge and <laughs> i it's cool well, man well, well we are thick so i guess it suits us yeah well what i was telling him is that actually i don't really wear jewelry usually do you, do you wear jewelry? I just usually have a ring on. Yeah, I just I just I don't like the the feeling of metal on my skin. Ooh, you don't like metal on your skin. Yeah, you know, like you know, like people wear necklaces and shit. Yeah, 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 people love that, but you don't, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Did, did you, you like growing up Catholic? You didn't wear any of like the, the you know the crosses or the rosary or anything like that. No, I didn't grow up Catholic. Really? No, I mean, my I grew up probably like Christian Baptist. Oh, I, I think that's that. what it came down to. My dad's side is Catholic. Uh-huh. My mom's side is Christian Baptist or one of those. So her side kind of won over? Well, if you want a good marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make some compromises. Got to make some compromises. I'm sure, I'm sure God will, would understand. Yeah, you know, and my dad doesn't believe in God. Oh, so he's he like, okay. He's like, okay, we'll go. <laughs> it don't matter to me. <laughs> a Catholic atheist. There's a lot of those. There is. Yeah. You know, I guess uh, I must my dad. He just went around. Religion wasn't big to him. Mm-hmm. You know, and I didn't grow up with any crosses. Oh, really? In the household? Yeah. Interesting. My dad. My dad would say something funny. He would go, "I don't understand a cross. You want to wear a cross? That's like." What if someone you know, you love, died? Yeah. And you'd wear that bullet that kills them. <laughs> Are you supposed to do... You know what I'm saying? You wear the thing that kills them. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, it's, it's kind of close to the Bill Hicks uh, joke. Yeah. Of like, why are people wearing crosses? If Jesus comes back again, do you think he wants to see the cross? cross? Ah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. believe that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah, dude. And so, yeah. So, he wasn't really religious. My mom was a religious one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, no, no necklaces for me. I think I had one necklace in my life, or maybe two. One was I got those puka shells from a friend from Hawaii. You know those necklaces? Oh yeah, yeah, with the flowers. No, yeah, well, no flowers. No flowers. Uh, that's a lei. Okay. And then I think pretty sure. And then they have like I don't know, little black pearls. They're big, mm-hmm. and it's a big necklace. Were they heavy? No, it was just like you know, either plastic or wood. Yeah. The one I had was black and balls. You, if you, when I show you it, you'll realize, oh, that it's a Hawaiian thing. Anyways, he got me that, and then I got myself, I think, in junior high, eighth grade, nineteen ninety three, yeah, at the flea market at Barrios. <laughs> After I got a soda <laughs> from the truck soda trucks, dude. Yeah, I got a yin and yang necklace. We know the yin and yang, the black and white. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got that for, I think I got it for $15. And I felt like a pimp and I wore it 
for maybe two weeks and I put it in the drawer. <laughs> what happened? Because I'm not a necklace guy too. <laughs> well, you know, some of these necklaces get heavy. I don't understand like how people all feel comfortable walking around with with that thing. Yeah, I don't. You know, I don't. I, I'm not into it. I yeah. don't got no earrings too. Look at these ears. I got no earrings too. No piercings. I feel like back in the day you would have been the kind of person who had like one earring <laughs> with a cross. Well, I would the cross, the double, <laughs> the double. <laughs> yeah, you know, because you're a musician, right? Back in the day. Yeah, of course. But why do you have to wear an earring to be a musician? Well, you know what I'm talking about? Like they wear like one earring on one ear. I guess so. You know, what I'm you know in a way. Yeah. But so okay, I did want to get an earring. Yeah, I remember I wanted a little hoop one. But I never had the oh, balls to do it because I don't want to get pinched. Like 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 Jen Gonzalez hoop earrings. Oh, no, that's too big. <laughs> <laughs> She's got the. I like Jen Gonzalez. She wears these huge hula hoops earrings, right? Yeah, yeah. She I, rocks it, man. That's pretty cool. It does. Yeah. One time we were walking, and then some some kid comes up. Oh, Jen Gonzalez, please help me! Please help me! I have a talent show today. And my chihuahuas need to jump through some hoops. Can I use your earrings? <laughs> and she's like, okay. Well, where was that? I think it was on San Carlos and Race. Oh, okay. Yeah. By the Pink Poodle? Kind of around there. I don't remember. This is the San last Carlos time Race. she was here. She was the oh, the Arbatiki. By the Arbatiki. Kind of, no, on San Carlos. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. not that far. Okay. Well, was a was great there, spot, by the way, Arbatiki. Was there a talent show in that area? I don't know, man. This guy had a story. He wanted her earrings, and he know. got <laughs> We didn't check out. We didn't go watch it. Uh, oh, she gave them to him? Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. I know. She probably has, like, a shitload of them in her house. She, she don't care. She I, just yeah. give them out. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it's fun. Now, listeners might think, oh, man, these guys sound like they're totally relaxed. Yeah, we're kind of... We're relaxed. We're a little tight. We had a big show last night, man. Yeah, we, we were, took a, a drive to Los Banos. Los Banos. Now, I want to say Los Banos. Uh-huh. But I see mostly white people over there. So I, I wasn't too really? sure. Yeah. I thought well, we, it was all, at least half and half, Latino, half Caucasian. Well, there was one super white guy, so I thought maybe he made up yeah. for like 20 other white guys. I don't know. He was like he was like almost like a albino looking. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. You know, because I guess so. But I thought it was 50-50. There's a lot of Latinos over there. The whole staff is Latino yeah. at least, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, they're great. They're, yeah. It's a fun night. And uh, it was good. It's run by Pablo. Well, how do you say his last name? I, I just call him Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, in, in an earlier episode, I gave him a shout out for the show. And I, I, I said, you know, Ivan Garcia and Pablo, but I didn't want to say his last name because I was like, I don't know how to pronounce it. Is it Oseguera or something like that? There you go. Yeah, anyway. Oseguera? Yeah, yeah. Maybe we got it right. So for, okay, so Ivan Garcia, we've met a couple. Like we didn't meet meet, but we're like we we've seen each other. Uh, Pablo, I don't think I ever seen before. So that was interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, they used to do two man comic comedy duels. Huh. You know, that was the first ones I saw like in person. Like Stephen and Fry. Who the hell is that? I don't even know who that is. British, British. Dude. I don't know who that is. Like Key and Peele. I'm sure something like that. You know what I'm saying? But they would do... I don't think they would really talk with each other. I think they would just go tag team the set where one joke tells... Somebody tells a joke and then the other person goes. Tells the punchline? No. Oh. They had their own jokes. Oh, oh. 
you know. How's that a duo then? If you're just taking turns. Well, jokes? you're not the you're on stage at the same time, Jorge Sanchez. Can't, can't, do you think you could do like a duo set with somebody? I I done it with Kyle Hovland, who was one of your past guests. Uh huh. And we had fun. I done it also with uh, who else? Jacob Wheels. One time I did it. He was I was his hype hype man. Uh-huh. Wheels on reels, right? He's on the, on yeah, the yeah. show. He's the film critic here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we did a tag team show. It's funny. It goes all around. At Art Boutique, we waited all night and we got on. It was like midnight. And he's like, come up here. Just kind of be my hype man. <laughs> and then I was like, okay. <laughs> so you're just improving it? Yeah, we were doing it. Yeah, yeah. So Wheels, man. And that was pretty cool. Me and David Stolowitz. Yeah, yeah. We did it, but... These are all just like one times, one or two times, you know? I want to talk to Stolowitz. So, pretty much, we had an incident that happened on a Cafe for Scotty uh, uh, comedy night on Wednesday. Uh, we had this, I think I think it was like an alt-right kind of guy. Uh-huh. Right? These con- super annoying, asshole, conservative types. Uh-huh. And I think it was coked out or something. He was on. He was definitely drunk and probably mixing with pills, but yeah. at least drunk because I saw him with like a large Red Bull and vodka. I remember. But he came over from the blue chip uh-huh. and he tried to get into Frascati, and uh-huh. for some reason, I guess by luck, I happened to be at the doorway. And we tried yeah. to get in, right? And uh-huh. I and he just he goes, "Oh, is is this the is you know?" Because he sings Hovland on stage. Yeah. He goes, "Oh, is this the the conservative open mic? <laughs> huh? Is is this this is this the uh, the Trump loving open mic?" Oh yeah. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? It just sounds like he was just talking yeah. shit. That's he it. goes, no, I googled it. I, I googled it. Someone told me that this is the place, and I'm like, oh, somebody from fucking a blue chip told him to come over here, and, and, and now I'm like, okay, so I tried. <laughs> so I did the same thing. I tried to direct him to the caravan. <laughs> but that a was cycle. a trip, man. It's a cycle. So what happened? What's a? I don't even know, no. bro. I just know he was just being loud, and that's it. From what I heard, Stanner took care of it. Tyler Stanner kind of, kind of. Yeah, they got an argument. They got an argument, of course, because Tyler's funny. Yeah. That other guy's not. <laughs> Dude, that's part of the. Because this guy came out confident. I'm pretty sure he had no idea what he was up to when he was surrounded by comics who were ready to roast him. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah man. I don't know. I was lucky to be inside. I don't like. I don't want to deal with that. Yak. <laughs> you know, I for, forget it. It's a good thing you kept them out, man. He was really messed up. Yeah, I bet. Messed up on something. <laughs> so, yeah, man. You you kept your mic from getting... Well, you know, it's always tricky with those bombarded things. With bombarded with a right. jersey guy like that. Well, you know, it, it's always tricky. Because, you know, I've, I've had incidents where I had to kick people out. And even then, it's like, you know, it's it's a weird line to play. You know, because there's no bouncers, necessarily. Mm-hmm. And there's no, like, bartenders who are necessarily in charge. Like, who, you know... Like, like what's her, like, uh, you know, like Caravan or, or, or Woodhams, where, mm-hmm. where if Amanda or Rachel want someone gone, they're like, hey, get this person gone. Yeah, if the bartender wants them gone. Yeah. That's, but that's at, what's up. But for Scotty, though, it's different. You know, it's it's baristas who are young and usually, uh, you know, pretty skinny. And and it's like, at the same time, you know, the, the management is not really there. So it's, it's kind of, so sometimes I have to make the call. Of like, yeah. all right, do, do I, how do I tell this person to leave, or, or am I gonna have to call the cops or something? It's yeah, it's tough, man. I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. That's a responsibility. Even you don't have to do that, but you're just a good guy that you want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't want nobody to get 
uh, threatened or heckled. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You know, and that's a good thing because I've been in spots where they don't do anything, and you got a guy like that, and it's just the comic on stage dealing with it, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's the only one, and everybody's watching. Everybody stop. Everybody's just watching. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. It's a tough call, man. You know, it sounds. You know, it's it's cool. I think you you help out the whole room because everybody was having a good time. Yeah, yeah. And you kept them out, and then the comedian was cracking everybody up. <laughs> Kyle Hobart. Right. Kind of reminds me of what happened with uh, what's his name at, at Keys. Uh, 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 come on. Keys. You know, I haven't seen him around for Scotty anymore. Who? who? Uh, come on, short Latino guy. Johnny? Johnny De La Quintana. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where I guess he almost got in a, in a, into a fight. Like he's d- doing a set. Yeah, man. You know, he, he, I, uh, I, seen, I seen him, you know, not take any crap from a heckler. And he's a little guy. That's what's great about it. Yeah. It's not like a tough looking guy. And I no, no disrespect to Johnny. I'm not saying, but you know what I'm saying? He's not six foot or anything. He's like maybe 5'4", five, 5'5". Five six tops, and mm-hmm. I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just saying. And then he's getting, and he's not backing down from, uh, you know, vatos who are six two, <laughs> you know, x this, x that, felon, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I like it. I like it. And sometimes you got to deal with it, man. I mean, you can run away. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Well, so far, you know, knock on wood, I've been, you know, somewhat lucky dealing with hecklers. Yeah, all of us have. I mean, the only time it's been bad was when I first started. At the caravan, where a guy went up to me on stage and just started gyrating in front of me. Oh yeah, and, and <laughs> he was hitting on you. It was pretty bad. It was, it was, you know. I mean, now of course, you know, I would have done something about it. But the time was so new, I had no idea how to deal with it. I just let him gyrate, gyrate in front of me for like a good, you know, a minute, a minute, and me look like a loser, just like taking it. And every, I, who was it? There was a comedian there. Who was it? Who I want to say maybe. Uh, don't recall. Okay. Because I haven't seen her around lately. Uh, she she used to run um, Agave. After after Vega. Uh, but anyway, I saw her face and the, <laughs> and the look in her face was like, oh, like it was just awkward. It was just like, oh, this guy's taking it. Yeah, man, that sucks. And, you know, sometimes Caravan, you know, it intimidates some some comics, you know what I'm saying? And I just like the way, but it, the way it looks is awesome. It's like a cave. <laughs> I like it. Mm-hmm. It almost looks like a Star Wars cave to me. <laughs> like, that's a Star Wars bar on Naboo. Tatooine, you mean? <laughs> I'm saying Naboo, player. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> well, what's the worst you had to do with the heckler? Ah, man. Uh, just that, I, didn't we talk about this last time or no? Anyways, I'll say one time this guy had a skateboard. He was one of those skater guys. You never told me this. I thought I had to say this on the podcast. No? Not mine. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I, it was after Scotty again, dude. It's all funny. It's just the open mic and the tease day. And this guy came in and he looked a little, like a little, you know, Brazilian skater. South American skater, mm. right? Street kid. And he kept trying to get up on the mic and talk on the mic while I'm doing my set. And I'm just staying calm and he's yelling and I'm just 
Decided, was this on Tuesday? Yeah, and I just decided, okay, I gotta talk to him. I can't just have him keep yelling and <laughs> ignore him. So I talked to him, and we went with. I went with the flow. I just kept going with him, but at the same time, he was being. He was talking with me, but he also had a skateboard in his hand, <laughs> and he was right in front of the, before there was a stage, I think. And he's, I'm like, shit, he's gonna hit me. He's fucking gonna hit me. But I don't want to. I don't even want to say, don't hit me. I don't want to say. I don't even want to acknowledge that he has a skateboard and that I think he's gonna hit me. Right. I just go along with the whole story. I pull out. Okay, let's have a contest. You know, who has the best arms? And I take out my arms and I start, you know, posing. And then he takes out his arms and he starts posing. Yeah. You know. And I just went with the flow with him, man. And I didn't let him stop me. And I just kept going and making sure. And I knew that I'm the one with the mic. You know what I'm saying? He's, right, he right. doesn't. So right. I could I could control the whole situation. And then I ended up finishing my set, man. And he ended up being quiet later. I got lucky. You know? It ended in my favor. Like he was getting aggressive? Yeah, and getting louder. He wouldn't stop getting closer to me until he started, you know... You know, me acknowledging them. Who's hosting the mic that day? I can't remember. Right. They, and they were outside, probably staying away from it. Because, you know, they're not going to stop it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and then it goes back to what you're saying. Like, like in that area, like, the, everybody just keeps, do, like, I wouldn't say ignore it, but, like, they just keep their distance. Yeah. You know, and... But, you know, I can't blame them, you know. They're, like, hipster art kids, you know. Yeah, man. And, you know, you, no one has to, you know... I know you. We want to stop something from happening, but you know, what's the word? You also might create something if you try and make it a big deal. You get what I'm saying? I don't know if you get it. Like, hey, you might make it worse. Worse. Yeah. So you kind of just kind of let it go with the flow, and then then you see there's always a sign. You'll see it. There's a sign where okay, it just it just changed. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's when you can go and 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 do whatever you have to do. Sometimes. And yeah, something's good for the comedy. Hey, you gotta deal with this fucking heckler, dude. Mm. Yeah, there's gonna be hecklers all over. Like, you know, there's gonna be worse hecklers. Mm. You know? Alright, man, I wanna share a couple headlines with you. Alright, go ahead. I want, I want your take on them. Uh, because some crazy stuff that's been happening around the world. Alright. But did you hear about this thing that happened at, at the Arizona hospital? No. 16 nurses got pregnant at the same time. Oh. Okay, I, th- I think I read this on in the bathroom the other day or this morning okay at the same hospital in Arizona 16 yeah okay now is there only uh, 100 people in the hospital I don't know how many people work there but still it's like yeah I guess it's but the, the thing that's strange it looks like they weren't for the most part they weren't I don't think they all knew each other so it wasn't like some pact it was just all happened to be pregnant yeah hmm well, it's if they're all hanging out, they're all ovul, they're all have their periods. Menstruating, yeah, right. <laughs> they're the same cycle, right? so they all can get you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. But at the same time, I don't think they're all in the same month, right? It's all spread it out. Uh huh. Because some, I think I saw the picture. Some are kind of already big, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, you know, I don't know, man. I I wish you know, I, maybe one there's a doctor there who got three of the girls there. Hmm. You know. <laughs> Maybe, maybe. You know, who knows, man? And what's it called? No. Are they all from the ER? <laughs> just here. Actually, I think they're all from the same. Um, not too sure about that, but that's interesting. 
Uh, here's another one that I think can relate to us. I think we can learn something from this. Mm-hmm. But a Mexican drug boss was captured, but the way he tried to get away from the cops was by losing weight. Oh. So he thought just by changing, losing weight. Changing he, his appearance? Yeah, we changed his appearance. Oh. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I get it, but I mean, he probably had to shave at least, right? Right, right. You know? Or grow a beard, whatever he had to do. Shave his mustache. For some reason, I see a mustache when you say drug lord. Drug boss? Drug, yeah. I, I see he, a mustache. Somewhere. He actually grew out the mustache. Oh, so there you go. So he got skinny, he grew it out. Because you can look different when you lose weight. Like, uh-huh. but he must have been starving himself if he was losing weight. But Stop. see, when you're, when you're wanted, you'll do anything <laughs> to stay out of jail, dude. You would do anything, and that and that means even just you know being an anorexic and losing weight or bulimic, so you can lose weight. Right, right. You'd be surprised what you, your body and you will do when you, it's all on the line. You know, you either go to jail or you fucking take stay take, stay one step away oh, ahead of them. Do, do you ever like imagine how you look like if you're like really skinny? <sighs> like if you were like uh, like like Bertie holds. Physique, slim like that. Yeah. Um. No, I mean, do I wonder? No, I mean, I guess when I was a kid, I kind of wondered more. You know, uh, you know. So no. Uh, what's it called? The low, the small, the the lightest I ever was was one ninety eight, one ninety nine when I was twenty two, I think twenty one. That's pretty good. That was from running. Who, who, where are you running from? <laughs> I was running. Just in a track. <laughs> oh, were you in track? No, I just did it for myself. I wanted to lose weight. There was one point where I was like 350 pounds, man. And then I was like, you know what? I got to get smaller. Dude. I was huge, dude. I was 350 plus. I could have been like 375. Mm. This is 98. Anyways, I... uh. So I started doing it, but I didn't do it the right way. I just did it by not eating and drinking water, you know, and having one meal a day. I would go like to Sweet Tomatoes. You ever been there? (laughs) They should be an advertisement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet Tomatoes. I would get a buffet. I would eat everything, everything you could think of there. I I wouldn't leave that place for hours. Do you remember Hometown Buffet? Yes, I think it's still around. Do you still go to it? Uh, not at, I haven't been in a while. Uh, dude, I remember when I was a kid, I used to love going there. But, you know, I, when I was going through, I was going to De Anza, I had roommates, and they were Koreans from Korea. So I thought I was going to impress them by taking them to this American buffet, all you can eat. And we went over there, and it was just shit. Yeah. Everything was just shit. And, and, and they were, like, disappointed. Like, Jorge, what is this? Like, it's all shit. Like, it was pretty bad. Where, was there that many people there? Mm, yeah, it was kind of busy. Oh, that sucks. But I remember I went in going, like, oh, man, they're going to love it. All you can eat ice cream. All you can eat jello. All you can eat tacos. Everything. And it all tasted kind of pretty bad. Mm, <laughs> but yeah. I was like, but I don't remember it being this bad when I was younger. I'm sure they're using lesser ingredients to save cost. You know what I'm saying? A lot of them have been closing down, too, I'm pretty sure. You know, they were once good. I used to go there, too. I would go there once a day. Yeah. 
This is how I lose weight. I go to a buffet, not all the time, but you know, when I could go to a buffet, eat once, and then not eat the whole day. I was doing, yeah, and then I was losing weight. I wouldn't eat anything at night. I would go like, it's daytime, eat whatever I want, and then eat nothing at night. Hmm. But, I, you know, they say it's bad for you, but hey, you can't fucking fuck with results. You know what I'm saying? I was losing weight, and I was running. That's where it goes back to, right? Yeah. So I'm running. I started off, I couldn't run a mile, so I just started running on two laps. I did that for three weeks. Then I added another lap, three three laps mm-hmm. around an tr- official track. Yeah. And I did that for fucking uh, another three weeks. I added another lap. You know, that's a mile right there. Four laps around the track is a mile, right? Right. On an official track. And what's it called? So I started like that, and I ended up going. I was running four miles, dude, a day, a night, dude. Wow, man. You're really doing it. I I did 10K marathons, you know what I'm saying? And the fastest I ever ran a 10K was 47, 47.57 or something like that, 40 minutes. You know, I never ran a marathon. I'd love to, though. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I do. Well, it started small. I mean, I don't like, you know, hey, don't let me stop you for your dreams. But I'm just saying, stop. Oh, it's small. not exactly my priority list. Yeah, but start small. So do a 10K and then see how that feels. Then go do a 24. What is it, 24 miles? Jesus. So what made you stop having such an active uh, uh, st- lifestyle? I, well, it, I, it was too much work just running. I don't know. I just <laughs> too much work. I was. I felt like a chore. I felt like I always like I had to do it. I had to do it, and that's why I, I just staying in that regiment, always to do it, always doing it, always doing it. Mm-hmm. I didn't get into it, and I didn't keep it as a thing, as a more like a hobby. I just did it, and then I stopped. And I would still play basketball, so I would still keep it down. But that would fluctuate. Me and my weight fluctuate. You know what I'm saying? So I was down. The lowest I was down to 198, 199.99. Then slowly got back up to maybe like 250, 260. Mm-hmm. Then went back down another 20 pounds. You know? Then went back up to like 298.9 at mm-hmm. one point. And then that was like three, four years ago. And then now I'm back. I want to say 260s. I want to say you're looking pretty good. You're, Thank you. You're you know, getting there. You know, so, yeah, man. It's not 350. That's why I'm happy. And I don't have to do all this chores, like running every day and starving myself. Well, I guess what you're doing now, though, is you're doing intermittent fasting. Yeah, it's just another flat. What is it called? New diet. Yeah, yeah. But I think it makes sense. VCP so. is doing the same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of, and you know what I'm saying? Now thinking about it. It's kind of what I was doing, where I would only eat once a day. That's kind of what they want. They uh, they do. Mm-hmm. It's just a time, you know. You set a time. You're gonna eat in these ten hours. After that tenth hour, you can only eat for fourteen hours. Some people eat within eight hours, and then they don't eat for sixteen hours. You get it? Right. Or and then you know you just keep going lower. The four hours you eat, and then you don't eat for fucking twenty hours. And then the the dream, the nirvana is you know you eat at 4 p.m. and you don't eat until 4 p.m. the next day have you done like old-fashioned fasting like the no. Muslims during Ramadan no but uh, you know I'm that more shit interested. is tough I know I try I try like I have a friend she's Muslim and, and you know once in a while like I'll fast for one day no food no drinks no not even gum mm-hmm. you can't even chew gum 
No water too, right? No water. See, that's tough. From right? sun up to sundown. Yeah. And let me tell you something. That was difficult. Like for me, and this is just one day, and they these people have to do it for like was it a, a month? Yeah. And, and but here's the thing though. Go. Is they would invite me over for, for to break you know dinner you know after the fast because as soon as you know the sun goes, goes down, down you could eat whatever you want. Yeah. And and so they and they sure enough the the sun went down and I went to eat with them and we, I picked out yeah and the food was so great everyone I'm and, sure and, and I'm not sure the food is great because it is great or it's great because I was really hungry that too yeah you know but I was like and, and it's funny because they like, they're telling me like first you have to like eat, eat soup first mm-hmm. and then you get to the solid stuff uh, which I is interesting I, I, I guess you, you gotta get your stomach you know kind of ready for it or something like that I get it like you don't wanna yeah I get it I've heard the but, same thing too and after that you feel so good you feel and so good and everything tastes good right? with all that food you're just ready to like oh it's all good that's tight yeah man and I think people should try fasting man I don't know man I think that's a good thing you yeah. know it's been around since we were yeah for, since for centuries dude. yeah thousands of years man so and yeah, man, it's been around when they had to fast. <laughs> no, by cho- no choice. No choice. No choice. There's still gonna be that. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man. So I try and do that, and I try and watch what I eat. You know, you still see young Faco eating a four four by four extra pickles, fresh onions. Dude, I remember you you were giving me that talk about eating healthy. Yeah. You're like, Jorge, you gotta eat healthy. You eat no sugar. Yeah. But no sugar. Yeah. This and that. You're like you really telling me, you know, the lowdown of how yeah. to lose weight. Yeah. Then after that you're like, all right, it's gonna in and out, get a four by four. Cause you can. Cause you can. Cause you can. With that with yeah, stay away from sugars, you know? And you know, everyone has their fine print. Uh, my fine print, you know what I'm saying? You know, oh yeah, bread has sugar, okay, the bun has sugar, okay, but that's fine. What can I do with that? I didn't make the bread. I can get lettuce, I guess. Well, I'm trying to eat less bread. Yeah, that's another thing, too. Yeah, that's bread. what I'm trying to do. And I love bread, dude. I eat bread with anything, man. <sighs> and here's the thing, though. It's not just, you know, sandwich breads. or, or It's like, you know, frying stuff, too. Because, you know, when you fry stuff, sometimes that, that has to be breaded. Mm-hmm. Or, or, like, that's it, like, battered fish and right, stuff like right, that. Right, like right. Uh, Carbs are everywhere, dude. Rice. Um... um I guess the only real good thing I've been recommended to try is just eat a lot of potatoes. Yeah, that's what they say. See, and then people say, no, they have too much carbs. There's so many different viewpoints yeah. on food. You know what I'm saying? You know, but the bottom line, you just got to be careful with your intake. That's the bottom line. And, you know. Well, your intake and, and how much you're using the calories. Yeah. Right. You got to use your calories. You right. know, like I, I don't run anymore, right? But you walk. But I walk all yeah. everywhere. I I average two three miles a day, a day at least, because I got to get to a point. Even like to the, you know, when I get the light rail to my house, ten minute walk. Mm-hmm. You know, two ten minute walks is one mile already, mm-hmm. because I got to get back. You know what I'm saying? So it's just it, it adds up, and I'm not saying walking is fucking you know. Walking's good, but it's good for your body. I'm using your whole my. It's like running. You you you're using your whole body. You right. know what I'm saying? And I do it enough. And what's it called? That it helps me. It controls at least, you know, the weight. I remember when um, when I was transferring from De Anza to San Jose State, mm-hmm. my car broke down. So I had to use public transportation. Nice. I was like one of you peasants, you know. Yeah. Uh, so so I had to take. The, and I was lucky enough that you know the light rail was a straight shot from here. Yeah. Uh, but 
I, I was losing some some weight, dude. Oh yeah. Because I was walking everywhere. I think I thought you know I had a bike too, and but once I got that car back, <laughs> yeah, I was driving everywhere. <laughs> it's tough, man. It's tough changing your 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 lifestyle in some way. Yeah, it's tough, man. It took me. It's like I'm in it right now, and it's been eight years now, dude. Just doing the pedestrian and uh, uh, what's it called, riding the buses and light rails and barks. Mm-hmm. You know? Dude, do you have like a fair bus line? Is that possible? Yeah, it's definitely possible. I used to be the thirty-two. Why? Because I used to live on Mary, uh-huh. and I would catch it on Central Expressway, which is my favorite expressway. And all of the Bay Area. I like that expression. Me too. It, everybody not, knows not so, about it now. Not so many uh, red lights to run. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you know, and it's a straight shot. I mean, yeah. it's just a straight. It gets you from Palo Alto to, you know, San Jose by the airport. Yeah, yeah. It gets you on a one-on-one. Pretty it's fast. Nice. It's yeah. pretty nice. You know, even when it's packed, you still go on a nice flow. You know, anyways, that was a 32 there, and that would get me to my house to, you know, like I said, to Mountain View, to, to the train station to connect. You know, whatever I had to do to go to when I didn't live in San Jose to go to downtown mm-hmm. takes me to the Santa Clara Caltrain station. So that's one of my favorites, the 32. Do, but, do you ever buddy up with the, with the drivers? So every once in a while with you. What do you mean? What the, oh, you mean the drivers on the bus? Yeah, the bus drivers. Oh, okay. Uh, that's what I call you guys, the drivers. <laughs> <laughs> the guys the Are drivers. you a driver? Really? Yeah, so I was thinking that you were buddy up with the drivers. Yeah, Just yeah. you. No, with the uh, bus driver. Yeah, every once in a while I'll talk with them. Uh, you know, I want to show them respect. I appreciate their job. They got to deal with a lot of fucking yaks, you know, asking for this and that and treating them bad. I've seen it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I get it. But you never got to know like on a, on a first name basis. Yeah, yeah. I used to know this guy on a 22. His name is Alan. Oh. And this is when I was um, bartending. I would always see him after the when I got off my shift, catch the 22, and I'd be talking with him. We talk about everything. You know what I'm saying? And I would just stand in front and just talk with him. He's a pretty cool guy. Mm-hmm. You know. Dude, I, I, it's gotta be tough being a bus driver because at first you're like, oh, it's not so bad. You're yeah. just driving. I'm like, dude, you're driving a big, fucking, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. On top of that, you know, being a bus, some people, you know, will cut you off. Some people will get in the way. And, and on top of that, it's like you're driving the same route all the time. All the time, yeah. every day. No, not listening to music. Right. Because they can't have any electronical devices. No music. Yeah. You get that smell from the people. Yeah, you deal with everybody. Yeah. You get a bus, sometimes smells like piss. Mm-hmm. Um, you haven't had a stop because you're behind, so you haven't had a bathroom break. You know, but sometimes I see bus drivers stop in front of, like if they stops in front of a Taco Bell, they'll go inside, use the bathroom, get a drink. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, yeah. Um, so there's one bus driver I was talking with. We talked for a while. He was so nice, right? Yeah. And then, but he would be so mean to people who didn't have all their money. They'll be like, you know, the, so a $2 ride, a guy will put a dollar and let's say 27 cents. Yeah, and the and then the guy goes, oh, that's all I got, and and then the bus driver goes, oh, you think you could pay whatever you want on this bus? You don't want to even ask. You just wanna, you just wanna take. I'm like, damn, dude. This I seen a guy short three cents one time with him, and he's like, oh, you only wanna pay a dollar ninety seven. Huh? Oh, you can't afford three more cents, huh? I was like, damn, this guy would flip out. 
Holy shit. Quick, dude. <laughs> but he was also always so nice. Hey, Thacker, what's going on? How was the bar? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, and what's it called? <laughs> yeah, dude. But they're all, yeah, man. But I, I ultimately respect them. I, they're just try doing their job, feeding their family. Right? Uh, yeah. And I, I don't this is my light rail thing. I take the light rail. You ever oh, take the that's light another rail? thing. Is how, I wonder how the light rail people do it because... They they're even more you know you know stuck to one system, right? Only on the rails. Only on the rails, and well, at least you, you have that door that I guess. Yeah, at least you're locked away from everybody. Yeah. It's like the cockpit, right. you know, it's locked. But at the same time, people control you, where they cannot let the doors close. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah and yeah. I've 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 done that when I see people. You know, they're right on their way. They're right at the platform. But see... No, I see some light rail people, like, pull out as yeah. soon as people were, like, like almost, like, a couple steps yep. away. Yeah. And they close the door and they, they just head out. Head out. Don't do no that. No fucks given. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? And they do that. So you hold the door? Yeah. And, well, I do it for for some people sometimes. And because I'm late, sometimes I want someone to do it to me. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I understand they're on a schedule, the bus driver or the light rail driver. But, hey, man, don't you see me running? Yeah. You know, uh, but anyways, uh, no, and they do, they do. I, I see it. Yeah. I see, you, I, I see the light rail. I see the, the person running to the state, uh, light rail, and still pull out before. Yep, they'll before do it. they'll do it. Yeah. At times, I want to carry like a, you know maybe a, a bag full of rocks and just trap the door, <laughs> throw it. You know, use it like a, like a harpoon or something like what that. The fuck? Anyways, uh, what I try and do to show them respect, all the light rail drivers is uh when they pull up and that's my light rail i put my finger up going hey what's up hey hey so just in case it's just like, saying hi yeah saying hi and they usually say hi or they don't react but i just make sure and you know i think i'm pretty recognizable because it's not so many anyways so not if many, they see me many yeah. Out there. Yeah, yeah. so if they see me yeah. it's 148 it's the last light rail <laughs> that's about to leave i'm fucking running if they see me and they go oh that guy always says hi I'm gonna leave the doors open for <laughs> That's what I do. I do, and I, you know, I respect them. You know well, how many people say hi to the to the people driving the light rails? Not many. It's not too many. So I make sure. I'm sure like, they would recognize you. Yeah, so I just make sure, give them the nod, put my hand up. Yeah, yeah. Say, hey, I'm taking your light rail. It's an honor. You're not. You're not really a Uber guy, are you? I just started. Okay. How, how's your experience with that? I don't know. I feel like a big boy now, dude. <laughs> you know. Why? Uh, you know, it's like, oh, shit, you get a car to come get me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, did I just fucking turn into Mr. Big from fucking Sex in the City? Who the fuck is Faco, bitch? But you never did, like, taxi before? I did taxi, but I'd stay away from it. You know what I'm saying? Why? Because so much money. That's true. It's Dude, it's true, man. I, I Yeah, man. I, I even did a, a, a test. I, I saw how much on an Uber... From one place to another, how much it costs? You could do that with the app, right? And then I checked. Uh, it shows you how many miles, and then a lot of uh, it's probably went up now. Taxis is like three fifty every mile. Mm -hmm. That's how much they charge. Three fifty automatic charge is you know as soon as you get in the car. Sometimes four, sometimes three twenty five, whatever it ranges that. It's probably higher now, and then you know three something every mile. So I counted it. It would have been like eight. It was eighteen twenty dollars when I did it in a taxi five years ago. In an Uber, it was six dollars. Hmm. 
that's a drastic price change, dude, right? Right, right. Yeah. That's big, dude. Like half. You know, more than half, right? So it's like awesome, man, dude. And it, it, I'm just saying, like, do you find it weird just going to somebody's car? In a way, yeah, yeah. I always say, I don't know if it's, a joke. I think it's a joke. I use, I go, why does it feel weirder to sit next to a guy in an Uber than a somebody next to a bus? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It sometimes feels weird, especially when the guy does. It's just silent. Yeah. And now we're in a closed car. At least if you're silent on the bus, it's huge. Yeah. So if I you got if, space to move around. Yeah. If I if you if I hear if I hate if I if I get tired of the rhythm of your breath. I can leave, you know what I'm saying? Right. Or if you say something, I can leave, you know? But not on an Uber. You're there for the whole ride, and everybody's trying to be good because everybody wants a five-star rating, you know what I'm saying? Well, dude, it's, it's, I mean, I don't do Uber as much, and I had, you know, mixed, you know, experiences. But overall, I kind of felt bad for people who really take on it, depend on it for their income in some way. Uh, like, I was getting, I took an Uber from downtown San Jose. Yeah. And this woman drove all the way from Monterey, just somebody. no, j- j- just to to Uber in this in this area, because wow. there's more people Ubering in this area. Oh yeah, yeah, there's more money. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. But on top of that, I guess in Uber there's like surge pricing. Yeah, which it's like I guess there's a high demand for it. They they raise the the price or the mm-hmm. fare, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what the only thing she asked me about was like, hey, was it surge pricing? Was it surge pricing? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, it was just regular. And what did she say? And she, was, and she was just so disappointed. Like, she got mad at me. So I had, I had nothing to do with it. That's weird. But she, I guess she, she was just frustrated by the whole thing. It's like, it's kind of a gamble. Yeah, man. You know, see, that's the whole thing. Uber driver, you're a taxi guy. And, you know, a taxi guy is a bus guy. You're going to deal with people. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I don't know. She shouldn't show. Did you give her a five-star rating? Did you do- tip her? Oh, we could tip? Yeah, you could tip. I don't know if we could tip. Yeah. No, I did not. I'm going to ask I mean, No, it's okay. Whatever. I mean, but that's the, but that's kind of the point of Uber, though, at the same time. is cheaper prices, right? Right. So that goes with the game, you know, with tipping. Mm-hmm. I tried tip, but, hey, I'm not that rich, man. I don't want to even take an Uber, man. I took two Ubers in two days. I don't want to do that. I want to still be on the bus. Well, dude, you would take buses for, like, long rides, man. I still do. Today, uh, like, uh, to get here, it actually wasn't that long, but, you know. No, but didn't you take buses to, like, Petaluma? Yeah, dude. And it gets expensive. And, like, I had, I got to be an extra in a movie. Yeah. And I was shot in Petaluma. So I, I got up at 5 in the morning, got the light rail, then went to, got a bus to go to Fremont. Then in the Fremont, I took a bar took a bar got off took a bus oh no yeah took another bus got off on the bus took another bus and i got to petaluma i think call time was 1 p.m mm-hmm. five hours wait wait yeah no t- 11 p.m was the call time i got there at 11 5 a.m did you see the movie did you see yourself in the well screen? i don't think it's out yet oh, okay i hope so because i'm in the front yeah, and there's a me and another comedian, Zach Pierce. He's in LA now, you know. Yeah, and we're like we were in a lot of scenes together, like gambling and betting on fighters, and we were even talking to the head, one of the head guys, one of the stars in the in the movie. We were talking with them 
uh, in a scene. He was like, he was saying, that's how it's done. But, you know, I don't know what he said. He's like, ah, you know, give me the money, boys. That's how you play, you know, because we just lost money. Yeah. And we're pissed because we lost money to him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's the guy from, uh, the guy with the scars on his face from Sansa Arnicky, Gladiator, Braveheart. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. You know what else, you know what else is funny? Is, is he smaller in real life? No, he's tall. He's like 6'2". Okay. You know, he's tall. And he still looks the same, just with gray hair. He definitely looks like a character. He's got the accent. He's tall. Scottish or Scottish or Irish? Irish. I don't know. Okay. You know, very recognizable. He was he was looked out kind of like you know like he had a fedora hat and and a mustache and everything like that, and he was wearing a vest. He's been in hella movies. I forgot his name though. I know you're talking about. Yeah, that. but you know what I'm talking yeah. about. But anyways, uh. Was, he crop dusted, dude, when we were fucking... He crop dusted When we were over there. He farted in front of you guys? Yeah, it was funny, dude. I guess when you're a star, you don't care if you fart. Dude. Fuck it, yeah. I, you know, you're the star, you know? But, hey, fuck it. But he was cool. Uh-huh. And, uh... Any other stars? Um, one of the guys from Boondock Saints. Uh, Sean William Scott, is that his name? Oh, No, yeah. not Sean. <sighs> I forgot his name. Is it the guy that's in uh, the zombie show? No, that's no. the other one. It's okay. just the other brother. The other guy, okay. Yeah, yeah, Man, That yeah. was a good fucking movie. Boondock Saints. Saints. Dude, that movie was one of the first movies that really left me with an impression. Nice. That's a good movie. It's Willem really Dafoe, cool. dude. I love Willem Dafoe. Dude, I, when did that come out? How old, I think I was still in middle school when that came out. Uh, I can't remember the years. But it's a good movie. I remember I heard it about it through my friend, and then I finally watched it. I was like, "Ah, oh, shit! This is a fucking classic." It's almost like a, like a, like a, like a Big Trouble in Little China cult classic. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. not saying they're the same movie. I'm just saying it's kind of like cult classic. It's a cult classic. Well, it, it, it's, it's like weirdly, paced in some way. Yeah. Because sometimes they go for the humor, and then sometimes they go for like the grittiness, you know. Like it's it's almost like you could tell that this movie was in some way, and it was true because you know the, the director was saying that it was hard putting it together, and you could kind of tell because you could tell the the differences in like how a scene is directed compared to another scene, or it it just felt like all right, this is like different. This is not like I don't you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like uh, for example. You go from like the the one scene where where Willem Dafoe is is figuring out the crime scene, and he's got the the music going and right, which is a really great scene, and then you go to like another scene where it's kind of you know the guy tells the joke about the, about, oh, yeah, about, about yeah, the racist yeah the Coca Cola <laughs> the Coca Cola yeah that's great you know what I'm saying it's funny he's the comedian right yeah, yeah the comedian yeah man I like that the so, movie's good so it's like that it's like it has a very serious tone like like police procedural. And it has like a like you know like a like a, you know a comedy almost. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And then they had the, I the other. I think he's Scottish comedian. He was on. He was at first the bad guy, and then he turned to be the good guy. Yeah, yeah. Billy something. Billy. He's a comedian. Yeah, he had like a, like six guns on. Yeah, yeah. And that, yeah, that was awesome. See, great movie, man. It's it's hilarious, man. Ron Jeremy's in it. He plays the right hand man he, of the of the boss, Italian boss, mafia yeah, boss. Yeah, in the in the porn theater thing. I think so. Yeah, yeah. But he's the one of the right hand guys of the boss of the of the bad guy. 
Yeah. Fogulo! You know the Italian girl? Yeah. One fagulo. Oh, fogulo! Yeah. Fucking me, I fucking. <laughs> but not saying it's good. The uh, sequel is shit, though. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like it. It's okay. So there's a couple of, se- of movies that, you know, like had that effect on you. You know, the way you felt, you left. You were, it's the first movie that made you feel a certain way. Uh, one of the like one of the one of the early ones. When I started taking filmmaking as a serious thing, that's it really left with a, with an impression. You know what's a movie like that for me is Happiness. You ever seen Happiness? No. That's a trip, man. That's a good movie. Who's in it? Um, let's see. Let me remember. Um, uh, the guy who died. White oh, guy who that overdosed. Down. The overdose. Oh, that narrows it down. <laughs> White guy. P.S. Hoffman. He's in it. Philip Seymour Hoffman? Hoffman is in it. Uh, uh, 1998. John Lovitz is in it in the beginning. Um, some people have you seen around before. All right, I'm pulling it up right now. But it's it's like a sad one, though. It's just it's a movie that just goes, damn, this sucks. <laughs> like, it changes the way you feel. It's like a... It's one of those, damn, man, kind of sad. Portrayed. But it's, hilarious. it's funny at some parts. Like, so funny at some parts, dude. Uh-huh. And... I've never heard of this movie. I gotta check it out. Check it out, please. That's a movie. It's. A, I think it was rated NC seventeen at one point. Why? Oh, I see. Stuff, I see. Because of stuff they talk about. Heavy sexual things. Heavy, heavy, <laughs> heavy, super, super heavy. Particularly, it's portrayal of pedophilia. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's like it's one of those. There's a bunch of stories, right? There's this character story, that character story, and that character story. Talking about pedophilia, how do you feel about the James Gunn thing? What the fuck? Sp- I don't even know, dude. Dude, especially coming from you, considering. I mean, <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> no, 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 here's what I mean. Hey, that, here's what where I mean. that come from? Come on, let me explain. Because you use Twitter a lot, right? Okay. So pretty much, here's this guy who who made Gu- Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Ten years ago, he used to work like you know for those you know exploitation horror, shock horror movies, right? right? Like Red Corman kind of stuff. Uh, and when he was when he had Twitter back then, he would try to make a lot of pretty much hacky jokes about pedophilia, about many other things. And if you look at all the jokes he made on Twitter about you know like fucking boys or whatever, it's like all right, come on, dude, like it's not even funny. But point is, is that he posted it on mm. Twitter. And nobody gave a shit because he was a nobody, you know? And then someone scrolled oh. through his old tweets. Yes. So pretty much years later, now he's famous, now he's big, he has great success. And he's trolling, you know, the president. So this guy from a conservative, you know, outright almost uh, 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 media outlet, mm-hmm. he's, he goes, he scrolls through his past tweets and he, and, he, and he publicized them. And because of that, Disney fired him. And 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 it's just I don't know it's kind of weird, right? It's kind of weird that that the stuff you write ten years ago it can affect your your not just your employment but in some way your life now. Yeah, that's how it is, man. That's I don't know. That's how, that's how it's changed, you know. Like especially for you, you, you use Twitter more more than anybody I know because it's the only social media outlet you have. Right. But you use Twitter to put out jokes, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I say jokes. I say things. Right. You know what I'm saying? So how would you feel if, like, you make it big five years from now and they're like, oh, shit, Falco made this joke about lesbians. Oh, shit, he's a shitty person and you get fired from whatever you're doing. Yeah. 
I, I, I would have like a press conference. And <laughs> how would no, it go? How would no, it go? No, oh no, it'd be like this. It'd be like, okay, so I'm in exact situation as James Gunn. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I was gonna direct the third one, but they pulled me out. Right. Right. Okay, so okay, I call, hi, ladies and gentlemen of the press, Hollywood. <laughs> uh, you know, I call this press conference just to let you guys know. Fuck y'all, man! I already made it. I got two under the belt. You don't ever tell me what I can and can't say. <laughs> You know, you don't want me to work with you. I get it. That's cool. But I got money in the account. You know, I got Bautista sticking up for me. You fucking fuckers. You know, I made my connections. Yeah. I, would, I would probably say something like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Unless, see, but maybe James Gunn is a guy who's already gambled it all away, snored it all away. James Gunn's already killed two prostitutes in the Hollywood uh, company already hit it and then on top of this they're like nah you know what I'm saying yeah, there's, some, there's something to be said about hypocrisy in Hollywood yeah how cer- there's certain people that you know they'll turn a blind eye to right and, you know like uh, like Roman Polanski you know in some ways like the, during the Oscars at one point they, they all applauded for Roman Polanski yeah who was kind of worse than James Gunn because James Gunn you know he, he might have joked about it but he didn't actually do it yeah, he was just joking. But I don't know. It's and Polanski tough. actually did it, you know, with a, with an underage girl, and yet he celebrated. He celebrated, man. That's all around, man. It's all there, dude. You just don't know these days. You know what I'm saying? But at least, see, I don't feel sorry for him because at least he made two. He's already got money in the bank. I don't feel sorry for him. I hear ya. He, you. Know he, what I'm he, was, he was successful. It's better to be successful yeah. and be knocked down. Yeah, then not being able to be go up at all. Yeah, exactly. You know, at least you made your mark. Give it a few t- a few time a few uh, years. Yeah. You're back in the game. You're directing fucking the remake of Wonder Years. You know what I'm saying? Or the remake of Boy Meets World. Your choice. I should have said that to you. You watch probably watch Boy Meets World. Uh, when I was a kid, yeah. You were, you were like slapping it to Topanga, huh? <laughs> yeah, she was one of my first crushes. Woo! All right. Yeah, yeah. Just getting in the mind of her. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody liked Topanga, by the way. Uh, which, you know, you, I guess you're kind of right. Like, I remember the first time I walked out of posing for Scotty. I walked away from it, and I felt like, you know, like shit. Uh, but I learned a lot from it. And, you know, I went off to do, you know, a couple of, you know, film festivals mm-hmm. for the university and for Cinequest. And nice. Then that's where music kind of went up to. We did a couple, you know, put together some music shows. So when I came back to Friscotti, I kind of came back with a more refreshed, bigger, you know, mind of of what I want to do with it. Nice. Because the first go at it, I was like, just, just do a regular open mic. And there was some success to it. But you know, to to be you know, I want to say cast it out because supposedly people were complaining about me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so it kind of felt like that way. Did you say it kind of felt like that way? Yeah, like like they were like, oh yeah, Jorge. Oh, I thought you called uh, me way. Sorry. No, no. Sorry. About so that. pretty much, people were complaining about, I guess, about the humor that, that the jokes were doing. So they really wanted to police it. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, like, oh, you were you were you drinking? on stage and, and this and that I'm like no what the where's this coming from like yeah. so I, I took it personal uh-huh. so I'm like you know what I don't need this so I, right. I walked out 
and that's when they give it to Victor Cruz Perez, right. who ironically made it worse than I did. Yeah. They're like, oh, he's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> and so when I got the call, you know, to come back, you know, I had the choice. Uh, I, I really thought about it. I was like, you know what, you know, I kind of needed that failure in some way to, to yeah, come back stronger. Definitely. You know, because if you succeed so much in some ways, it's like you forget uh, certain things about quality, maybe. Maybe. That, that or sense? appreciation. Appreciation, right. You know? Right. So, yeah, man. But, yeah, man, it sucks that, you know, you can get judged right away, you know. You get judged for something you said 10 years ago, 8 years ago, 5 years ago, 1 year ago. We're different people 1 year ago, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And maybe, I mean, I can see his technicality where, hey, he's not a comedian. He, he wasn't, you know, he was trying to make a joke. He, he can't use that. You know what I'm saying? I could see someone saying that. But that could still be applied to comics, you know? Yeah. And it has. Yeah. It, it, you know, some comics got, you know, uh, uh, they, they, when, when uh, what's his name? Trevor Noah? Mm-hmm. When he did The Daily Show? They pulled out tweets he did in, like, in 2013 about he made fun of, like, uh, you know, fat women or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they tried to, you know, put it on him about it. And it's like, the, 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 the performer he was then is different from who he is now. So if if we're like gonna judge, especially when you're a comedian, where you have to try good jokes and bad jokes, like you know, like do people think that good comedians just come out of nowhere? They pull mm-hmm. good stuff out of out of their ass. Yeah, they think that. They even when they go to open mic, oh, you know, why isn't this good? We're, we're all trying shit, dude. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know who did the best thing about it what? was Kike. What he say? He was like, "Dude, this is, dude, this is what you get for free comedy. What do you expect?" Because <laughs> <laughs> it was bombing hard. Yeah. Man. At the end, he's like, "All right, guys, calm down. This is a free comedy show." It's <laughs> <laughs> funny, man. little guy. Maybe that's a guy you should get on that show. Yeah. I'm trying to, man. Uh, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to talk about it because he's scared he might get deported or something like that maybe I don't no know. he was born in Palo Alto yeah. he can't get deported he's the dream dude yeah, yeah. that's the dream my, my, I have a cousin like that He, that's the dream you know being born here and then living in Mexico for your whole life and then being able to come back whenever you want and they can't say shit yeah yeah you know my nephew's like or not my I mean I say my cousin's like that where he was born in LA but his whole family, they were just visiting just by chance. He was born in fucking L.A. The fucking dream. The Mexican dream. You're an American citizen by chance. Just because your flight was like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then he lived in Mexico the whole time and he could come back here anytime he wants. He's a fucking American citizen. He was born here. You know what I'm saying? He could be president and have the state of a mind of a, of a Mexican guy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Born and raised in Mexico. You were born here, though, right? I was born here in first so generation. You could, so you could be president. Yeah. Um, yeah. Faco for president. Faco for president. Let's get it going. What would you do as president? Oh, there would be so many things I would do. <laughs> first of all, the after party will be at fucking in and out <laughs> Four by four. Get your four by We're going to win a four by four for everyone. <laughs> they'll, be, they'll carry me on the shoulders. Yeah. I would do you know what that's a good law is uh, all the food that companies have and places have if you don't use it you gotta give it to the homeless there's gotta be some kind of fucking law you know what I'm saying like leftover food all left there's so much leftover fucking food okay mm-hmm. that could feed people 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There has to be some kind of program or auto, maybe food banks should be attached or food delivery truck banks should be a, all be picking up the food. Mm-hmm. Just something simple like that. Where Dude, you would create so many jobs too. Yeah, then you get a job to get all the food. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So I think that maybe would be get good. some food yourself. You know? Yeah. <laughs> just, I worked at computer companies with a temp job, and I just seen now just throw it away. You want to take it home? You want to take the whole tray? I've taken whole trays home because they were just gonna throw it. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. And then I would, dude, what am I gonna do, dude? I'm not gonna. I can't let that. F- throw away right, right. I one time I got all this food and then I was like I know I'm not gonna eat it I just give it to the first homeless person I saw here here plan you want some fucking uh, pineapple chicken on skewers dude I still can't believe in Santa Cruz you offered a homeless guy your salad oh yeah <laughs> I had an extra one you remember yeah yeah but it's like dude if I was homeless and someone gives me a salad fuck you dude come on oh, man I, that's like you gotta give me salad. some good stuff you gotta give me some you know, that's what I had I, I was eating salad, I salad. Think, when he, and he asked me dude and I got an extra salad and he didn't want it right he didn't want it he's, he's not like, really homeless no, he, he's got an ATM card his fucking password is 4321 <laughs> he's got fucking $112 in his account you're like hey you, 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 want, a, you want a salad he goes well, what do you got a salad he's like no I'm good no I'm good Fucking fake ass homeless fucking trust fuck baby. At least give me no I'm allergic to romaine lettuce. At least say that. Oh. Then I'll be like, okay, here's a dollar. Go get a fucking uh uh, uh smart food popcorn. White cheddar. Alright. On that note, Faco, thank you for coming, man. Hey, thank you, man. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Um I appreciate you. We've been hanging. We were at Los Bangles yesterday. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, and uh, that was a fun show, dude. That was great. It was fun, and check me out. It's the farthest I've ever gone to do comedy. Yeah, it was. Oh shit, that's a milestone. Yeah, I popped a cherry. <laughs> uh, but hey, uh, first Saturdays of everybody slap face coffee and tea. Next one is the two year anniversary. Who's headlining? Mean Dave. He's doing it, and uh, what's it called? Also, let's see, I got Enoch. On the on on the show too. Nice. And there's one more person that I'm forgetting. Oh, Jorge uh, Sanchez. Oh, not that guy. We're looking for comedians, <laughs> not podcasters, dude. Anyone can podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. There's one more. No, I think that's all. No, no, no. There's three. There's three more on the way. I just haven't confirmed. But oh, two confirmed. Me and Dave. Slapface is a great room, dude. Um, I highly recommend anybody to go check it out. It's yeah. really great. Hell yeah. Dude. Good coffee too. It is good. And right, uh, come on through first Saturdays of every month, and you can check me out on radiovalencia.fm Friday mornings. And where on Twitter can they find you so they can scroll through your past jokes? and Oh, yeah, I'm trying to protest me. you. Oh, man, I deleted some of those, but uh, uh, it's Faco at I T S F A C O. It's Faco or it's Faco Gmail. There you go. All right, thank you, Faco. All right, thanks so much, big dog. And that's it for this week. Have a great Labor Day weekend. Have a great week. See y'all next Sunday. And I hope you can come by and check out my comedy show every Wednesday night at Cafe Frascati in downtown San Jose. If not, you can keep up on social media. Just follow the GMS Podcast on um, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
And heck, you can follow me as well. Uh, you just search for, for Scotty Comedy on Instagram and on Twitter. Or my name, Jorge M. Sanchez. Jorge Martin Sanchez, actually. Alright, take care. See you next Sunday. We have a great guest. We got a great photographer. And look forward for that. And uh, see you later. Sayonara.